0: This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omya saleh and Hany Balkas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. I hope you guys are having a great day. I'm very excited for today as we've got a lot of tech news in the news right now. And uh, today we are talking about how the Brazilian president is calling on local startups to look to the UAE. He's even promoting Sharjah Accelerator, and he did take that to Twitter. As that Brazilian president, Jair Bolsonaro, is, you know, promoting us and saying, hey, look at the UAE and how good they're doing. We're also talking about what is happening next in the Twitter Elon Musk, you know, saga. As we do know that uh, Elon Musk yesterday did announce that he no longer wants to participate in the Twitter deal and Twitter fired back with a lawsuit. We're also talking about how a new lawsuit does say that Instagram is hurting teenagers by design. We are looking at a lot of social medias right now, you know, getting into lawsuits and who knows uh, what is going to happen next. We're also talking about the iPhone 14, the expected release date, the price, and what we know so far about the new Apple smartphone? Now, the new Apple 14, we do know, is something that has been long awaited. We're looking at no more notches, a pill type of, you know, Uh, cut out in the screen that will be hiding the camera and even the sensors as well we're also looking at how saudi arabia is using robots to distribute the holy quran to pilgrims in the grand mosque we got a lot of news globally and in the region and in the uae today on the show you don't want to miss out we're going to leave you with hey brother right here on pulse 95 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world bits and bytes do connect our world and ladies and gentlemen we're talking all about the brazilian president and now he has encouraged local entrepreneurs to look at the uae and to look at contributing to the uae's growing startup ecosystem and that was done in a series of tweets that happened on monday now the brazilian leader did mention the sharja advanced industry accelerator that will run until august 16th where it was encouraging local startups with projects that were related to water design architecture transport even logistics environmental analysis and even sustainable economy now he did say that 20 brazilian startups have already registered to the Sharjah accelerator now he also did mention that technology-based companies could help the uae's economic diversification as the uae does pursue initiatives to reduce you know our reliance on oil He then praised the UAE's new legal framework for startups that do make it easy for foreign entrepreneurs to enter the Gulf market. Now, we are looking at how we are getting national recognition, you know, when it does come to our innovation right here in Sharjah and in the UAE. And how presidents across the world point to the UAE and say, hey, why can't we be like them? You know, and it's it's a very big fact that, you know, the fact of the matter is, We are at the forefront of technology when it comes to the region and parts of the world. Now, we are looking at how the Sharjah Accelerator did receive 515 applications from 65 countries in the previous edition. So we are looking at how we will be seeing a lot of new and more countries applying to the accelerator that is going to be happening in Sharjah. And also, when we talk about the Sharjah Accelerator, it is a program that does help startups and help them scale up and give them the right, you know, projects and the right tools to accelerate, you know, their projects. Now, we're all looking at how it's in line with its efforts to boost Industry 4.0 and to aid in the diversification of the national industrial base. Now, Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park has launched the Sharjah Advanced Industry Accelerator program. And it will provide local and regional startups with innovative solutions and even a strong support system within the thriving park ecosystem. Now, we do know that the Sharjah Research Technology Innovation Park has been blasting with projects, you know, startups and a lot of people from the park. We have been bringing on air to talk about, you know, what they have been doing. And not only that, they have also been focusing on the youth and we have actually saw saw a lot of workshops being done uh, at the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park and we've actually brought you know the people who have been doing these workshops on there to tell us all about it and it does go for the youth and even for you know older people as well now for those who you know kind of forgot the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park is in within the university city of Sharjah which is a strategic location because you have all the universities contributing and uh, you know, all the students are easily going to that park because it's literally five, 10 minutes away from all of the universities. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. I am taking a short break, but when I come back, I'm talking all about the Twitter Elon Musk saga and what kind of drama is happening right now. I'm going to leave you with Daisies by Katy Perry. Keep it locked right here on Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, before the break, I told you guys to text us in what your guys' thoughts on the Twitter drama that is happening with Elon Musk. And obviously, we do know that Elon Musk is or was going to buy Twitter. But uh, I want to give a big shout out to Aboud calling us all or sorry, texting us all the way from Abu Dhabi and saying that he's really excited to see what's the end game going to be for Twitter and Elon Musk when it does come. So I want to give a big shout out to Abu from Abu Dhabi. But ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the news and what is happening next in the Musk Twitter saga. Now we do know that Tesla CEO Elon Musk and Twitter are bracing for a legal fight after they, after actually Elon Musk said he was abandoning his $44 billion deal for the social media company. Now Twitter is vowing to challenge Elon Musk in court to uphold the agreement. And shares of Twitter did slide more than 9% on Monday. And actually, uh, you know, on, I do believe, a couple of days ago, it went to 6% and now it's at 9%. Now, the main question of the hour is, why is Elon Musk even backing out? And there's actually a lot of reasons why. Now, Musk might have had second thoughts, but he allegedly said that Twitter has failed to provide enough information about the number of fake accounts it has. And it does seem that that was his scapegoat when it came to why he was backing out and why you know procedures took a little bit longer than usual. Now, Twitter did go on and say last month, it was making available to Musk a fire hose of public raw data on hundreds and millions of daily tweets. But Elon Musk's lawyers have argued that the company was providing Musk with sometimes incomplete or even unusable information and less data than it does offer from its big customers. So, obviously, we're saying that Twitter is not being so transparent with Elon Musk, and that is what Elon Musk's lawyers are saying. And, you know, Twitter has actually said last week it does use a mix of public and private data to determine the amount of spam, and private user data isn't available publicly and thus, isn't the data that Firehose that gave it to Musk. And that would include IP addresses, uh, you know, phone numbers and location. And Twitter said such private data avoids misidentifying real accounts as spam. Now, we are looking at how Twitter has actually said for years in its regulatory fil- filings that it does believe about 5% of the accounts on the platform are fake. And, you know, Elon Musk is supposed to know that. That is what Elon Musk knows and you know for twitter to for elon musk to say hey i didn't know there was any spam bots uh twitter is kind of saying no don't lie you know and we want to know what twitter's response is and twitter in return actually declared its intent to sue elon musk and the company could have pushed for a a roughly one billion dollar breakup fee that musk agreed to pay under these circumstances now instead It does look ready to fight to complete the purchase, which the company's board has actually approved. And even the CEO of Twitter has insisted he does want to finish. I mean, at this point, you know, obviously, when you understand that the company is being sold and, you know, you get all of your scenarios in check, uh, all the employees know it now. And all of a sudden, you know, the buyer does no longer wants it. Uh, it's kind of a problem for the company because we don't know what happened in the company. Uh, you know, we don't know what kind of conversations happened. So God knows what the conversations were between the employees, the managers. So even if Elon Musk doesn't buy it, right, I do believe there will be a lot of turmoil within the company. Now, the, the you know, Twitter's ch- chief board actually said that or he tweeted that the board is committed to closing the transaction on the price and terms agreed upon with Musk and does plan to pursue legal action to enforce the merger uh, agreement that they did sign on. Now, obviously, we think about one thing and one thing only, who is going to win? Now, it's almost impossible to predict the outcome of any legal battle, but law and business experts believe Twitter likely does have the stronger case. Now, we're all looking at how a lot of analysis note that Twitter has described its estimate of fake and spam accounts. For years in the filings, and you know they've always been transparent on their filings and how many fake accounts, and it's not a you know believable excuse from Elon Musk, and that is why Twitter's like, wait a second, you're you're lying. We've told you everything from start to finish. But ladies and gentlemen, four two one five, let us know your guys' thoughts. Our text lines are open, and uh, I will give be giving anyone a shout out who has uh, you know thoughts on this matter. But I am taking a short break, and I'm coming back with more news you don't want to miss out. Keep it locked right here on Pulse95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Pulse95. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to talk about the iPhone 14 and the iPhone lineup, as we are only a couple of months away until the Apple event that does happen every single September, where we all grab onto our wallets and say no. I don't need to buy the new iPhone, but you buy it anyways. But ladies and gentlemen, today I'm going to be talking about the expected release date price and what we know so far about the new Apple iPhone. Now, Apple's new iPhone series is expected to have four devices in two different sizes. And we're talking again about the new iPhone 14. Now, the smartphones are expected to come with the company's much-awaited satellite technology, a bigger display, and even a smoother rear surface with no camera pump. Now, here's what users can expect from the launch with announcements expected to take place on September 13th. Now, the series will include the iPhone 14 obviously and the iPhone 14 Pro, both 6.1 inches. So the iPhone 14 and the iPhone 14 Pro will be the same size. And then when we look at the iPhone 14 Max and the iPhone 14 Pro Max, both will be at 6.7 inches. So by the way, I do think or not I don't think it is you know obvious that we will be seeing an iPhone 14 Max a bigger screen, a bigger phone but not paying the premium price for Pro. Now the Pro versions of both models will be equipped with the new A16 processor. With the iPhone 14 and iPhone 14 Max will retain the A15 chip that is already present in the iPhone 13 series and was unveiled last year. Now, all four new models are expected to start with 6 gigabytes of RAM. However, the company is expected to discontinue the production of its 144 centimeter mini model. Now, the iPhone mini series was a horrible failure. And not a lot of people went and bought it because it's just too small. Now, it seems that when Apple comes out with anything mini, it didn't work as great. Except when it came with the iPad mini. Yes, the iPad Mini so far to date, uh, which was, uh, you know, revamped and renewed uh, last year. uh, The iPad Mini 6 is actually right now one of the most selling and hot selling devices at the moment. And uh, everyone says um, the iPad Mini 6 is the best device when it does come to iPads. Now, will there be a change to design? Now, Apple is known to have a three year design cycle with the first year featuring a completely new new look, the second year including some alterations under the hood, and third year featuring design changes. Now, this year actually does mark the third year of the current cycle, so we are expecting some changes. We are looking at, you know, the replacement of the large notch on the front, and the new iPhones are expected to come with a punch hole style camera setup. They'll put the camera in a good place without actually compromising the size of the screen. Now, the large-notch housing is what Apple calls the true depth camera. And, you know, we did say that it was introduced back in 2016 with the Apple X, and it did continue until the iPhone 6, or sorry, the iPhone 13 series. But again, you know, they want to move away from that. Now, obviously, let's talk about the price. Pricing is very important. Now, with the pricing, we are looking at how they, we are seeing a $100 price increase, so around 367 dirhams, 65 dirhams and we are also looking at an increasing price from 799 to 899 dollars for the iphone 14. and another possibility is that apple raised the price of the pro models and keep the entry-level phones at the same price so we are looking at a price hike which is never fun and um obviously i did mention a new technology so satellite technology and uh, we are looking at how Apple has a dedicated team working on this technology for several years now and it has been exploring emerging this with this iPhone for iPhone since 2017. Now the new iPhone 14 series could come with that technology that was earlier expected to actually be embedded in the iPhone 13 series. Now this feature will actually allow users to communicate with first responders in case of emergency in areas without 4G or 5G coverage. We are all also looking at whether or not Apple is going to be ditching the Lightning port. And we do know that the European Union has been very adamant on having one cable for them all or one charger for for them all. And it does seem that Apple has, you know, let down its guard when it does come to the European Union. But let's see. Now, Apple is considering using a USB-C port rather than the Lightning connector to actually charge the iPhone 14. And we are looking at maybe it is the case we might no longer need the lightning cable and finally have a one charger for them all which would be the usbc now what is the release date now obviously september 13th we are looking at september the first couple of weeks of september and that is when the release date will be there and we will finally see the new iphone 14 models and you will know for a fact that right here on future talk we will be talking about it ladies and gentlemen 4215 let me know what you think about the iphone 14 I personally will not be buying it. I'll say that from now. Inshallah, I stick to my word, but I do not expect me buying the new iPhone 14 as I do have the iPhone 13 Pro and it is amazing. So I don't I don't see why I need to, you know, pay extra money and get a new phone. But let me know what you guys think. 4215 taking a short break and when we come back, we got more news for you. Check this out. Check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about the UAE launching a new initiative that will be attracting around 300 technology firms. Now, we're looking at how the UAE's Ministry of Economy has actually launched a new initiative to attract over 300 technology and digital-focused firms in the first year. That is in a bid to make the country a global hub for technology companies. Now, this isn't the first time we've seen something like this happen from the uae and we've been seeing how we've been always been pushing to be a technological hub in the region and in the middle east and north africa now we are looking at how the next gen fdi initiative has been launched in cooperation with seven strategic partners and that does include dubai south abu dhabi global markets dubai international financial center Dubai Internet City, Dubai Multi Multi-Commodity Center, and even Emirates NBD Bank. Now, the, ministry, the minister did say that the UAE is aiming to be one of the top 10 countries to attract foreign direct investment, or better known as FDI. So, you know, what the new initiative benefits are going to be, it's going to be global technology companies and how they will be offered additional incentives to set up their presence right here in the UAE, and that does include a rapid license process for the companies and visas for their employees and accelerated banking services. In addition, they will also be offered commercial and industrial releases at more economical and discounted rates. Now. We are looking how the UAE is promoting this more and more, and even foreign direct investment, which is always going to boost the economy. And you know, not only are they giving back to the people in the country, the citizens and residents, and you know, promoting them to do more in technology and giving them more, you know, um, let's say channels to you know better themselves and get more acquainted and more you know aware of technology programming and you know the whole nine yard. They're also you know inviting people or foreigners and, you know, uh, all countries across the world to come and invest and bring out their companies and put them here, right here in the UAE. So it's a great initiative, and I'm excited to see what kind of companies come out and, you know, dip their hands into the beautiful UAE technological sector. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. We are done with today's show. I hope you guys had a fun time. I know I did. Uh, But we will be seeing you guys tomorrow, same time, same place, only on Pulse95. But we do have the only place to be at three with the man himself, Omar Duri, commencing in T-minus six minutes. You don't want to miss out. Keep it locked right here on Pulse95.